Hey guys, this is Vanessa. My podcast is Life Paranormal with me. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest hosts and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at Paranormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is a Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. You can find a Spooky Tales on all podcast apps including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. For more Spooky content and to keep up with the podcast, you can follow us on our socials at Spooky Tales on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you guys are interested in lesser-known true crime cases, then check out my podcast called Abracadaver, and I will see you guys there. Hi, I'm Robin Warder from The Trail Went Cold. If you are unfamiliar with my other podcast, I often cover stories from the television show Unsolved Mysteries. For the past five years, you've heard me talk about these cases on my own, but now's your chance to hear me have in-depth discussions about them with other people. I want to welcome you to my new project, The Path Went Chilly, where I will be discussing in depth with my two good friends and co-hosts cases that I've covered on The Trail Went Cold. Meet my co-hosts. First one up is Jules. Hi, I'm Jules from the podcast Riddle Me That True Crime, and I have a PhD in transpersonal counseling. I'm not a psychologist or a diagnostician, so don't get too excited. But I can't wait to analyze these cases with these two amazing humans. You've already met Robin, now meet Dr. Ashley Wellman. Hi, I'm Ashley. I have a PhD in criminology, law, and society, and I specialize in trauma victims and survivors. I've spent a great deal of time working with families left behind after homicides with a cold case unit based out of Florida, and I'm also a professor of criminology. I'm so excited to be chatting with two of my best friends about the cases that everyone can't seem to get enough of. We hope in doing so that we will have a clearer perspective of what may have transpired. Oftentimes, Ashley will be totally in the dark. Jules and I will be telling Ashley a story she may not know much about, so all of her reactions are genuine. We will be releasing on all major platforms April 8th. We hope you will join us as we attempt to heat up some ice-cold cases. The Pathwind Chili will be available every Thursday on all major podcast platforms. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time. I can't understand I why. This, this, is voice. this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are mondo. Some are just Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey there. Do you like movies, cartoons, video games, anime, and everything in between? Then we have a show for you. The Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. Every week, Josh and Ben bring you all the latest and greatest in movie reviews, news, 
commentaries, interviews, special guests, and tons of bonus episodes. New episodes come out every Monday. We also make great nerdy content on our YouTube channel. You can find our show anywhere podcasts are found. The 4 Nerds by Nerds Podcast. Your one stop for all your nerdy needs. Stay nerdy, my friends. Alright, we're back with another morning edition of... What's the channel called? Casting Pods, left and right. Uh-huh, 59, 59. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So last night, I started watching Skyfall, James Bond. Started watching that. Fifteen minutes in, my internet quit working. Tried for like forty-five minutes to get Hulu to work. Tried to get Netflix to work. So I ended up falling asleep, listening to Film Rage podcast. Finally went to sleep at like 12.30. Because my routine was off. I didn't have... I wasn't able to put on like American Pickers or Forged in Fire. My history channel wasn't working, man. <laughs> I gotta have history channel. Just not the same without it. It's crazy. That's a sad part, dude. If I got cable, I would watch, like, NBC Sports Network and the History, and the History Channel. But they don't offer you a cable package where you can pick your own channels. I know. Like, stupid. Comedy Central doesn't even play anything funny anymore, so I wouldn't... Nothing plays anything good anymore. I don't even think Spike TV is a channel anymore. <laughs> AMC... AMC and TCM play some good stuff. Where is ACM? I think it's AMC. ACM something. American classic movies. American movie classics. It's one of those. Something like that. Some such thing. Yeah. I think it's or it doesn't mean any of that at all. Annual movie control. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The I'm not repeating myself. <laughs> Something movie collection? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Well, I know the A part of the A part, but I just didn't get the other half of it because I was laughing. <laughs> that is a big freaking house just smack dab in the middle of a field. That one? Yeah. Actually, there's a couple over there. Never really noticed. Yeah. That's a big shop right in the middle of a field. That's another big shop right next to the other big shop. They're like twin shops. Look at that cute little shop. It's really quite quaint. Ain't she quaint? It isn't. Oh, isn't she quizzing? <laughs> Am I the only one that finds it strange that the farmer's market stands where the strip club used to? I didn't know there was one. Foxtails. Uh, our old boss's cousin used to own oh. that. Mike? That would be his brother. Don? Carl? I don't know if you remember that. Carl he used to come in the feed store all the time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he used to own Foxtails. I don't know you the strip club. Yes, sir. Let's make my wife do it. 
That's called prostitution. <laughs> well, what do you think you're trying to do? It's not prostitution if it's your brother. <laughs> Pretty sure it still works that way. If it works that way with me and my wife, then it wouldn't. Your brother. No, just kidding. We should definitely not do that. Like we've said before, we got faces made for radio. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see any OnlyFans action from either one of us. Yeah. Start our own, like our own thing. Kind of like OnlyFans would just be like podcast fans. <laughs> Only pods. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I know why you're here, and I hate to disappoint you, but all we do here is promote the podcast. We don't, yeah. we don't do anything dirty. I could never pull something like that off. What? Like, Not in any dirty. way, shape, or form, doing like a, like an adult page. I'd be like, hey, baby, you into overweight, middle-aged white dudes? <laughs> I'll show you the meaning of thunder thighs. Uh, uh, I wouldn't do that to anybody. I wouldn't do that. However, I still maintain that might be the best way to get out of a street fight. Get naked. As soon as somebody starts running at you with a knife or something, you just pull your pants down. And scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, like a battle cry, and then like, I, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. You win. Congratulations. You don't even have to fight over it, bro. You win already. Here's a dollar. All right. You take my money. You take my money, and I'll. <laughs> Branches campground at Visita is for sale. Oh. It's already set up with like a lot of the things you would need. All you gotta do, go in there, add a couple amenities, and make it more of like a family friendly thing and not such like an old people thing. Like just set up a playground in there, put in some water features where you can like slide down into the river and do all kinds of sort of such like that. Get a couple canoes, rent them out. Opportunity and it would be in the mountains, dude. That's awesome, bro. Bro, so if anybody wants to go in partners with us, we just need all the money. <laughs> we just need all the money. We need a 100% financial backer for this opportunity. But if you think about it, dude, if you bought a campground, you yourself ran it and operated it year round. I don't know about year-round, because that would be a heck of a lot of snow removal. But, I mean, you know what I mean. Operate it the full season. Have, like, events and stuff there. You can make money back pretty quickly. Yeah. All right, well, what's your business opportunity? With the scorpions? Yeah, you were telling me about this once. Well, first you get a scorpion and you milk it. How are you going to get a hold of the udders? I don't know. Very carefully. (laughs) Are you 
talking about milk of the venom? Yes. Yeah, because scorpion right. venom is the most expensive liquid in the world. At $39 million. Alright, so does this gallon. have to be like a certain kind of scorpion or just any kind of scorpion? See, I didn't do that much research on it. <coughs> Cause that's one thing. If I just have to go out and handle like non-deadly scorpions, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Like, well, no, but if I have to go out and find like those invisible albino scorpions that can kill you in like five seconds, I'm out. See, well, the, my my thought process was like you get a whole bunch of scorpions, like a couple hundred, maybe thousand. thousand. We'll just say a thousand scorpions. You're not you just, thinking about okay. this. They make little machines. You just pick them up with like some like tongs, and you put them in a little machine, and it does it for you. That little machine? Yeah, it does like five at a time. So you just put five in there, and then it does it, and then you just grab those five and throw them in like a different container, like a different pin, so you know they've already been milked, and then you keep grabbing other ones. A different scorpion. And then the next day, you go over there, and you get all the other ones, you run them all back through the opposite way. <coughs> That's all well and good, but I don't think you're thinking about the labor side of this. That would be very easy labor. Where are you going to find a thousand scorpions? You're going to buy them. My guy. Or just go out in the desert in Arizona and find them. But no, okay, so if this business ever did take off, you'd have to do it... Exclusively on the black market. No. You could sell it to like pharmaceutical companies because they think that they think that scorpion venom has like the properties to fight cancer cells. So if you could get you know a little bit of it each week or something to like a pharmaceutical company because they they would buy it from you because and that's pretty good money. I mean, you're not going to get a gallon in a week, you know. Take, you'd have to milk one scorpion like two million times to get a gallon. But that's $39 million. So if you had two million scorpions and you milked them all once, sold it, you'd have $39 million. I don't know if that's worth the time. But anyways, no, no, hear me out, okay? You get this business established... They use the scorpion venom to fight cancer. And then they accidentally create the scorpion king. Exactly. And then... <laughs> no, so like... You could sell that company for so much if they figured out how to fight cancer with it. Because that would be the only business in the world that's like it. Yeah, but see, therein lies the uh, moral problem of it all. What? If you sold the cure for cancer to the medical field, then all of a sudden there's going to be no cure for cancer. I'd be like, this was a great experiment. Uh, it failed. But yeah, you, should, you get rich, but now you can't cure cancer. Because oh. you sold it to the medical field. Oh, you'd, you'd make sure there's stipulations. For sure. And you wouldn't have to sell if you're making enough money. But I'm just saying, like, you know, they finally came out and we're like, oh, yeah, like, this is how we're going to start fighting cancer. It works. And not like they told you and you were just like, ah, whatever. No, like, they told the whole entire public. Well, I came out with a statement. Yeah. They could press, like, this lab decided, you know, they found a way to help cure cancer, blah, 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 you know. And then once everybody knows about it. this kid. Every spring you gotta go round up all your scorpions random. Yep. All the ones with the pink bow ties are mine. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I just feel like that's gonna take a pretty big monetary investment just to get off the ground. 
I mean, any business is going to take a monetary investment to get off the ground, but that seems like a lot of time invested in gathering scorpions. We'll see. I would, I don't know. You'd, you'd probably have to buy the scorpions, but, like, to start. And then you could also have, like, a scorpion breeding thing on the side. Like, where you just have scorpions that mate and, like, breed. Is this scorpion fight club? No. None of that. Yeah. None of that. That's animal cruelty. It's true. It's true. I still would be interested in seeing the sheep fight club. The sheep. <laughs> You've never seen a sheep fight before? I'm talking about like an actual sheep fight club. They're like weighing in at 115 pounds. Fluffy! In the red corner with the black wool, weighing it at 105 pounds. Scruffy. Fluffy and scruffy. <laughs> that would be probably the loudest fight you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Have you seen Just Go With It? Yeah. Like, I ship ship. I ship ship. Ship ship. ship. <laughs> People don't buy the sheep from the farm anymore. Oh, they don't? No. They go online to my website, scottprettysheep.com. <laughs> now, what do they use them for? They use them in the sheep fight club. Oh, it's crazy. It's just hoof kick, hoof kick, hoof kick. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that movie in a while. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. I can tell you exactly what my favorite part of that movie is. I guarantee you I know what your favorite part of that movie is. But when she comes out of the ocean. It's, it's more like a lake, but yeah. Oh, the lake. Ah, it makes sense that the lake would be your favorite part. I would say either the Sheep Fight Club when he gives the sheep sheep ER. That's funny, yeah. Or whenever he, uh, he's like, Danny's a big plastic surgeon who never had time for a wife. <laughs> he's friends with Davey, who's still in the Navy. The Piano Man? Why would you ruin Piano Man? He's like, no, no. That's Piano Dan.
So he says you go around and you find houses that are like kind of falling apart, that need a little bit of repair. You offer, you find like you go to this website, put in the address, and it gives you like the seller's information. Get a hold of the seller, you offer them like 40 to 45% of what they're asking. And then if they take it, you sign the contract and you go online to find um, buyers for the home, but you up your selling price 20% of what you sign the contract for. Do you do any repairs on the house? No. <laughs> Apparently it's just... So technically it would still be 40% cheaper than what the seller is selling if you. Yeah, technically. But you're making profit off of it. Yeah. Huh. So you're like kind of helping out all parties except for the seller. They're the ones that offered. You know, I guess if they accept the offer at 40% then. Yeah, that's them. That's on them. about buying a house. Subcontract selling houses. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't, I don't, I don't have enough money to get started on something. No, I know, but if you did, and it was legal, <laughs> like I say, I don't know, sounds a little shady, but, but I guess in your contract stipulations, you just have to be like, look, house is in need of repairs. I'm not trying to sell you like it's a brand new house or anything. You'll get a $100,000 value for only $80,000. <laughs> in this market. Found a nice little house for $80,000 in this thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cute. But... One bedroom, one bath. No, it's actually three bedroom, two bath. But... It wasn't the greatest, but... They're behind that vanilla, vanilla mousse kind. Oh, nice. Nope. 
SDS for sprinkler heads and rubber traffic cones. There's a fire extinguisher. Is it in a holder? No, no. As long as it's in a holder and it's securely fastened like it's supposed to be, then that is an integral part of the vehicle. We do not need an SDS for that. I told Chad, he's like, man, I'm gonna have to have a big SDS bug for my toolbox. Told him, well, if I was you, I'd just start bolting things down. <laughs> Once they're bolted down, they don't need an SDS. He's like, how am I supposed to bolt down a, a gallon of oil? Well, I don't know, that's your problem to figure out, not mine. <laughs> suppliers I'm gonna have to go in there and use my ring hand you're like listen to me I've called you six times this week and I've only been back for one day you didn't pick up the phone one time I need some CMP over in Cortez so that my guy will shut up Also known as CS3. Or a steel pipe. Or as I always called it growing up, culvert. Yeah. I'm not even joking with you. Till I got into this job, I didn't know there was more than one kind of culvert pipe. Neither. bought a Trader Joe's and just moved in.
just saying, maybe like when the fire danger's high and the train's running. Don't run it. Maybe you got somebody running behind the train in those little awesome little cars that go behind the trains. Yeah. On fire watch. And then they could have been like, oh, snap. <laughs> There's a fire. Maybe I'll go stomp on it. Drive behind the train with like a water trailer. Yeah. Suck it down. Or maybe you should make a rule that like obscenely old people don't need to live next to the train tracks. Only like young fit people who can make it up to the train tracks in a decent amount of time to put out a fire. Yeah. That was a, a B word and a half, man. That smoke sucked to work in. Oh yeah. It was not good for my lungs. crap about my car. This is my truck. I'm fully convinced that we're just not going to get the truck back. It's just over. We're done with. Josh is going to hate you, man. What? Kind of a chip bag. Sorry. I'm getting a little foggy up in here. I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Always hungry, bro. Always. Always. What can I say? What can you say? I like eating. Anytime somebody says, What could I do? <laughs> all I can think of got all head. choked up exactly. <laughs> call me says, call me but what could I do what could I do <laughs> that's all I can hear when somebody says what could I do <laughs> what could I do that's a good song man well, I kind of knew exactly what you were talking about to my overdrive. Oh. Runs by this way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Chris Farley, just a legend. He is. Gone far too soon. That was gone. I tried to stop, but I, the bag's still there. I'm still thinking about it. So if I eat it all, it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. It's in the stomach. Not for long. Well, I don't know, man. Like, mom sent me back with some fiber for Papa. Maybe you need it. Dude, I got some metamucil. Maybe you need, like, more. Like, triple your dose. Well, it'd work if I used it. You should. That'd be a good idea. You know what, dude? Let's do a colon cleanse. Okay. Let's do it for like three weeks. I don't know how to do that, but if I have to stop eating real food, I'm not doing it. I don't know what it entails. But I've heard it makes you lose weight, and I know you're getting conscious about your weight. Yep. Getting fat, man. <laughs> Like five pounds? Ten. Like six months. How much did you weigh in high school? 185. How much do you weigh now? 190. Shut up. <laughs> I think I weighed 175 in high school, actually. At one point? Not now, but at one point I was more than 100 pounds heavier than what I was in high school. My problem is I fluctuate. Like, I lost all that weight on Octavia. Yeah. Got off Octavia. Just like instantly put on another 30 pounds. Then doing the Weight Watchers, I dropped like another 20 pounds. I'm still heavy, man. I don't care. I don't think even if I lose all of my recommended weight by the medical office, you know, and got down to my 275, I'm still not going to be a little dude. No. Uh -huh. If I got down to like 250, I'd look like a freak. People like, what yeah. do you eat? Like people like you. Skinny people. <laughs> right. I remember, dude, we thought it was the coolest thing ever. Remember those jawbreakers that used to make your mouth foam? No. And it was, like, ridiculously sour? No. And we got those at one football game in, like, fourth grade. Seventh grade. It was seventh grade. <laughs> so we got them, and we all got red. So it looked like we were, like, foaming at the mouth and bleeding. And I got down on the line, and I was like, Argh. Like making dog noises and like shaking and I was like just flinging foam all over the place. This guy's all, what's the matter with you, man? I was like, I'm hungry. So like, what do you want? So like, I want you, son. <laughs> and he just, as soon as we came off the ball, he just stepped out of the way. <laughs> and my favorite play that we ever did was, uh, as soon as we would get off the ball on offense, as soon as he hiked the ball, we'd all just fall down. And then John would just be standing there looking around like, and nobody got the point that he still had the ball. And then out of nowhere, Jake or Joseph would stand up and like 60 yards down the field and touchdown every time. That's legal. It was in the Apple. I'm not sure if it's... I, I mean, technically you're not doing anything illegal as long as you didn't submarine block somebody. But if you just, like, fall over backwards on your back and lay there, and they don't make the conscious connection that he still has the ball, you're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. No rules against it. Or the play we used to have called Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise! Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> what was mayonnaise? So, if I remember this correctly, we would put Taylor Varble in at running back. I think this was 
Taylor, if you're listening, <laughs> just kidding. He's not. But if you are, just let me know if I'm wrong here. But uh, I think Taylor was the one. And Coy would get it, pitch it to Taylor, and then Cody Birch would go across the middle and Taylor would throw it to Cody. But Coy was running around like he still had the ball. And people would always go for Coy. And then everybody crashed down like it was a run play and Cody's wide open. Interception, if it hit me in the hands and just shoot straight up in the air. And then whoever was behind me got the interception, got all the credit for it. Like, y'all, well, if it wouldn't have hit me, you wouldn't have caught it. <laughs> and I remember, dude, it's so cool because it happened like slow motion. So, that game, somebody was out, and it was me, Mark, Craig, and Coy. They had me a middle linebacker, Mark was left, Coy was right, and then Craig was a safety, and I don't remember who the other safety was, but I saw it just like in slow motion, dude. Mark went to go catch the ball, and like five minutes, not literally, but it felt like it before the ball got to Mark, he was like, like he went to go catch it, and then probably like a good two seconds, three seconds later, I hit him in the helmet. And then Craig, or Coy tipped it, and then Craig caught it and ran it in. But it was pretty cool. (laughs) Just totally whiffed it before it ever got to him. No, that'd be mean. And then eighth grade, little Kyle Larson. I mean, the kid was tiny. Tiny, tiny. And he went out on a post route. And Coy, like, was about to get sacked, so he fired it, like, as hard as he could. And it hit Kyle in the helmet and stuck in his helmet. And Kyle's still holding his hands out like he's ready for the ball. <laughs> and it's just so, like, everybody's waiting to see what's going to, like, no, not even the other team was going to tackle him. We were just like, what in the world? Because it's stuck in his helmet, and he's just like, slow motion, dude took probably 30 seconds. He's like slowly leaning back further and further. And then he just falls over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Even the ref was like, I, I don't know how to call that. Just technically the ball never touched him. <laughs> Eighth grade was the year for football, dude. That was like the last fun year of football. Yeah. After that, it became like military training. <laughs> Not literally, but it was much more business and a lot less fun after eighth grade. Had to be wearing like suits and ties and crap on game day. Yeah. Stupid. Like, we're a 4 school from New Mexico. We're not. Florida Gators. Yeah. Which it was whatever, but I mean, I don't even know how to tie a tie, so. I don't either. That's why you just, just loosen it and take it off like a necklace. That's why Jake Espinosa always tied my tie, and then I would just tighten it up and then loosen it like real careful so that it never came undone. I never once tied a tie in high school. I still don't know how to tie a tie. Like a lot of the people on the team had zip up ties. Zip up? Yeah. That's how you loosen it. You pull it down, and like where the knot is, it's like your zipper. Mm. So it just zips down, and then you take it off your neck. Genius. 
bring it to people like a bunch of farm boys in high school no idea how to tie a tie I guarantee you no like any of us that had jobs were either fucking hay or working at the feed store no we weren't exactly like olive garden material olive garden I'm just trying to think of something where you have to wear a tie Alan movie theaters <laughs> what in the world? Mud flaps for days, bro. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lake right here. Oh, yeah, look. The water line broke. Sweet. I have to come fix it. I was going to say. We know where we're going to be later today. It's either that or a ditch. I can tell you is one thing for sure. One? One thing for sure. I'm tired. Me too. <laughs> I've only been back one day and my brain's fried. I feel you. Dude, there was some crazy old lightning going on last night. Was it? Out across the Badlands. Well, I don't know. It's what you heard, what you Sleeping. It looked like Thor was in the sky fighting Loki. Yeah. Loki in the sky with diamonds. All I know is the next Guardians of the Galaxy needs to include. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. My version. Your version, yeah. Oh! <laughs> I bet if we could get a clip of that to James Gunn and tell him, like, dude, you gotta get Peter Quill to sing this exactly like this, he would do it. You think? How cool would that be to have your podcast featured on a Marvel movie? Like, they, they wouldn't give us any credit, probably, and I don't even care about that. We would know. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, check this out. Play the episode for you. <laughs> we redid that song. They did it. They redid it again. <laughs> and then maybe they can have like Drax laugh so hard they shoot blood out of his nose. That would be funny. I'm so I haven't released.